0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the I Am Her podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. To stay plugged in, you can listen to my episodes on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify at I Am Her. You can also listen to it on YouTube at Audaciously Ashley every Monday at 9 a.m. And also, if you would like to be a special guest on one of my episodes with a certain topic that I am speaking on, you can email me at audaciouslym at gmail.com. So with no further ado, I have three guests here One is Coco Porter, the other one is Daryl Porter Yes, they're married, good to have a married couple on Woo-hoo. And the other one is a guest that you probably all remember from the last episode And that is Terrence Webb I'm going to give them a moment to introduce themselves And then we're going to get started on our topics for today T-Webb
1: Hi, how are you doing? My name is Terrence Webb As you all know, I was on the last podcast And once again... I'm going to just tell you, I'm a hard worker, which I need to settle down and start focusing on life and doing what it is to succeed in in life.
0: All right, Darren?
1: My name's is Darryl Porter.
2: I mean, I'm a cool, calm, collected guy, open-minded. You know, I, I really don't know what to say, but uh, <laughs> I hope to have some good input. All right, Coco.
3: Hi, it's Coco Porter, and I'm just happy to be here. Okay, so to kick
0: this off, I know I asked um, a couple of guys five questions about fatherhood and some of their worst fears and all that good stuff. So we're going to jump into those questions. And question number one is, what is one thing about parenting you know to be true? And a few of the answers that I would like to go ahead and weigh in on with my guests. For that one is, the first one would be, one child isn't parenting. Parenting doesn't start until child two, three, or four. So what do you guys think about that? T-Web, you want to start us off?
1: Well, back to that being said, you know, I am a one-parent, you know, father. Well, dad. not going to say father. father because there's a big difference in that. And... I can just say, you know, I think it's still you're going to be parenting either either way, one or more, because you still have to take account to that child still got to grow. And as that child gets older, you still parenting. Because when you're still parenting, that child gets older and start noticing a lot of different things out there and different friends, different opportunities they can get into that you're trying to steal into them not. So as I look at it is... One child still can be just like parenting, not just you don't have to worry about being to the second. Second is just going to still be a combination of making and see how good you will parent that first. one. I said it probably.
2: I ain't going to say it defines you as a better parent, but it makes it a more of a challenge to more kids. So I guess you will have more experience on parenting per se, not downgrading people that have, you know, one child, but. I guess it makes them easier for them to not necessarily cope, but interact or mm, help me. I can't find the word, but you know,
3: <laughs> it's easier with one too because you going not have more people to help with that one than you because you only got that one. If here. you have multiple, so I want to watch all them kids. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's that's my f- grandma right <laughs> there. But. Trying to feed all them kids is yeah. I guess yeah. it would be easier for one, but it's still parents, and you can't. Negate.
3: Yes, it's parenting, but I mean, I guess it's just he. Then finding a babysitter
1: is easy, also. Mm -hmm. For one uh, child. I
2: guess that answer came off a pride type thing. Well, I did for. Well, I don't want to say that either, so. I mean, everybody got their own opinion, so.
0: It is. I do feel like with one child, it is a lot easier simply because that village that you have helping to raise that child they only have one child to tend to so there's one personality that they have to feed into during that time that they have them now once you add two and three you got different personalities going everywhere you got this child want to do this and then you got the other one pulling you this way want to do that so i can feel that i I can definitely feel that because i have two girls and their egos and their personalities they are so different And when one child wants to do something, the other one doesn't. It's like, okay, well, yeah, they both want to do something with me. So what can I find that they both enjoy doing over and over again that will bring them both, you know, in together? That way we don't have to separate one another. And then I go play with this one then. I'll be like, okay, your turn is over. Let me go to the next one. That way nobody's feeling neglected. Right.
2: Right.
0: So, yeah, I, I definitely, I feel that.
2: Those different tastes and stuff, too, with feeding them and stuff. I don't mm-hmm. like this. I like this. <laughs> right.
1: I don't, <laughs> like that. I don't want that. Like just, that. Yeah, that's the parents I got to, you know, get into. You don't have to because, learn that uh, one child. Right.
0: Okay. And I'm sorry, guys, if you hear the thundering and the rain and the lightning in the background. It's storming really bad here. So, we're going to do the best that we can and speak as loud as we can. That way, everybody hears everybody's input. So the second thing is spend time with your kids no matter what.
1: So, I agree.
0: I do. I, I agree with that too. Everybody mm-hmm. in agreement
1: today. Wow. Yeah, you got to because it's so much. Like as I was growing up, right now I'm be honest with you, I'm finna be forty seven. When I was growing up, it wasn't as much to get into as you got in this world today. Now, if you got a, you got the two thousand kids now. I'm be honest with you. From two thousand on up, you know, that might be going twenty years back, but it's still more to get into now, with social media, so much to do outside of social media, games, phones, different phones, and internet technology.
2: Wow, I mean,
1: man, for a split second, you can look at a kid back when I was growing up. We was worried about kids touching the stove, um. Uh, Hey, um, don't let them get close to the heater and stuff like that. Or chemicals. Mm -hmm. and electricity. Right. Now.
2: Harm, harm, harm. Man,
1: now you got different type of drugs, alcohol, Mm -hmm. Uh, what this friend might say to them or sneak them out and do this and do that. Man, it's so much right now that you can turn your back in a split second, your child outside and gone. You worried from the minute they leave the house. They can hide so much more stuff now with technology
2: and all these phones and stuff. Like you'll never really know what your child be up to. Like you might think your child innocent because they're around you. Of course they're gonna act right, but social media, complete different person that you. Where they get? How they learn this? Where they get that from? Because I caught my niece on. Facebook talking
1: nasty.
3: <laughs> I
2: was like, <laughs> I was like, ooh, your folk don't. know I ain't gonna tell on you, but you know, cause you know, I ain't your mom and dad, but you know, like, but baby, you too young to talking like that's that. That's
0: where you should have came in and disciplined. Then All you right, did the discipline. That go back you know. to but see that, that,
2: that's that's a whole nother subject, cause you know I was. Uh, that's a whole other subject. <laughs> Still, I'm not saying like I'm walking away from those. Yeah, I didn't. think about My relationship it. with them, like I said, that's a whole other subject. Like I, didn't, <laughs> I wasn't really around my nieces like that, you know. And I, yeah. I do hate it, but you know, I'm not gonna say the situations was out of my hands. I could have did more, but I relied on. Well, I'm young, you know. That's not my responsibility. It's like now that I'm old, I feel worse about it, you know. But that's a whole nother topic because I'm not gonna call <laughs> nieces and nephews necessarily parenting, even though it has. A, that's like a subgenre of it, but you
3: know. All
0: right, Coco, you have anything you want to add to spend time
3: with kids? Yeah, I mean, just touching based on what Daryl said because you know a more situation. The, <laughs> which which one? The phone oh. with him having oh yeah the phone yeah doing yeah just stuff that we would have never thought he would actually find and it it was
2: stuff that he yeah. said that everybody thought he just looked deli- I mean yeah. in around right. us and around it's, it's,
3: people you know it's like what I found like I never thought I would find it well, and it's just, like the innocence his innocence is just. I don't know. I feel like it's gone now. That goes. all go go back back to (laughs) right. That goes back to one of the answers that we saw. That your kids
0: will always surprise surprise you. you, Y'all. Yeah, Yeah. they will. They will Will definitely surprise you. Now I can't say that I reached any of those stages with mine. I go through those tablets all the time. Now the worst thing I think I have found on their tablets, y'all remember these? I was like, they were back there when we were playing Spades. They were back there in the room taking pictures with of their butts and stuff. Uh-oh, y'all remember that? I don't remember that. I was like, what are y'all doing? Like they were in the camera just.
2: And they would have been like,
1: eh, 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 "When I kind of got <laughs> done. oh boy!" But
0: yeah. But other than that, I can't say that I have experienced anything mm-hmm. like that. But I know, like, with spending time and my work schedule, like when during the week, I'm I'm at work. I work second shift, and it's like it's hard because by the time they wake up getting ready for school, I'm just now probably laying down and going to sleep. And then by the time I get, they get out of school, I'm you heading to work. work, you know, and then it's, 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 hard. Like it's really hard, but you know, we've managed to make sure we talk to each other throughout the day, make sure I know what's going on in their life and stuff like that. And then on the weekends, we try to just find little fun things to do that way. Weekends, all them, nothing else. Like, it's strictly Izzy and Lizzy.
1: That's it. <laughs> that's where you know. That's where it goes back to where you know both parents play a role.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because with you being your your shift changes like it is, that where the father come in at.
0: Yeah, we both work know. on the same shift. I said we all right work now. on okay, the so same all, shift. All of us so are on that all... same shift. So it's like, yeah, when the weekend comes, it ain't no sleeping in. I got to get up. They're they're probably right. gonna be up at the earliest at nine a.m. So I got to make sure I'm up. Get them ready, take a shower, brush your teeth, wash your face, do your hair, what we gonna do today. Let's eat, let's, you know, yeah. gotta have all that in line. Like my rest, I have dark circles under my eyes now because sleep, I ain't gonna never get it. <laughs> never get it. I try to. But
1: you got to spend that time. Never get yeah,
0: you got you gotta to spend so. that time. If you spend all day in the bed and they're sitting up there. Well, we wanted to do this like mine. They get real catty, real catty. They'll start telling you about yourself in one reach well, you get in up. under five minutes.
1: And it goes back to saying that's why they get in bed. so much stuff. Right. Yep. Because you're not you spending around. time. Mm-hmm. Right. Makes you want to. So hey, when you start smoking. Guilty. You not know saying smoking, but you're but not. I'm just saying, you know, as time progresses, they start getting into things because then you're not around to support them or spend time with them and guide them and steer them away from yep right
0: and another thing y'all i feel bad about i'm so bad out of shape now like they want me to get on the ground and roll around i can't roll around as long as they want me to like i could get down there for a few minutes maybe seconds depending on the day then after that my knees hurt i can't breathe my back hurt i'm like look i need to rest like i would get up there on the trampoline with them all day and let them jump around and bounce me around but as far as me rolling around and picking them up and doing all that I ain't gonna lie, I get winded. I get winded. I feel like I'm about to pass out. I need to take a breather, get me some water, get me some oxygen
1: and <laughs> Imagine if you feel like that how it is for me, you know. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> but you gotta still woo. realize where it goes back to your parenting. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. you're spending time. Sometime. Right. You did de- yep. you didn't de- say, hey, I'm not finna do it. You know, I don't have time. You didn't de- right. neglect them. See. Cause they ha- they haven't instilled it in their mind and said, "Wow, you know my mom ain't got time for me. My mom, and my, dad me. mom dad my dad mom is, ain't got time for me. Ain't gonna ask next right? Right. Mm-hmm. So, but you by you doing it
2: on that phone, right?
1: You you got you know you spend time with them,
2: <laughs> watching TV. You only want to play with me, right?
1: <laughs> and then they want to play games, you know, play games with them, watch them. I, I mean, you know, I have two, you know, outside kids. They always tell me, "Hey, your five stick working." And a girl, she's mixed. She's like, your fire stick working? Man, I went out of my way to get my fire stick ready because I want to spend that time with her. She right. has a mom that, you know, she is very supportive, but she can't support her like she really wants to support her. Yeah. So she tells me all the time, she really looks up to you. So that, you know, that right there instilled in me and plays a big part of me. And I say to myself, you know, this young girl looking at me as a father figure. So the thing about it is I don't want to neglect her. So when she want to do these things, I'm going out my way to get these things prepared. Make it happen. Right, make it happen for her because if I neglect her, guess what? That's just like a light switch. I, I turned her off to make her go do something else. Now, I didn't show her... The parenting that I need to show her, even though I'm not her parent, All right. but she's looking at me as being one. So, I got to have that guideline. Still need mm-hmm. that positive father figure. Right.
0: All right. Let's move on to question number two. What do you remember most about your dad and how does this impact you as a father? A couple of answers that we got with that oh, is shoot. that someone said, nothing Praise is free. You, you have to go work for it. The other one said, this is my favorite one right here. This is the one I feel like we're all gonna just weigh in on, but I really like this one. He said, for me, I did not grow up with my dad. I met my dad for the first time from my memory face to face at seven in which he was on the run from the law. Met him again when I was 25. Since his release, he seems more like a homeboy than my father. So, the father's side he has is complicated because of the lost years. Biggest lesson, do dumb shit. It catches up to you regardless.
2: I feel like I got some of the same circumstances, but, you know, my father did. I mean, they were married. They separated. I stayed with mom, of course. And, but, I'm not going to say my dad wasn't there, but he he was there, but it wasn't every day, every day, every. I, I was scared of my dad. It's just like my, my boy scared of me. And it's like, I don't know if it's something passed on unintentionally. It's not, I'm not going to say it's bad. Because he did come back, you know, and made up for a lot of those things. And, you know, around when I was about 10 or 11, ever since then, you know, he's still a positive influence in my life. You know, I thank God for that. But it's still that, that absence in parts of my life, I guess those younger years, you know, It still makes it funny. It's not what you would call clear, like a clear relationship that I think I could be or very, very open. We're open with each other, but, you know, Mm -hmm. I think it could have been better. I'm not blaming him. And, of course, I know it ain't my fault, but, you know, things happen. But I look at that and try to avoid some of that. Like I said, I don't blame nobody, but, you know. Right.
0: (laughs) <laughs> like, with me, I can't say my dad was on the run, but, you know, his thing then was alcohol. And, of course, like, with that being his thing then, and that's all I'm seeing, eventually that became my thing. And it's like, to tear away from that is so... It's hard, like, no lie. Like, it's it's really, really hard. Like, that's the only thing that I felt like I could cope with in a few moments. And it's like... I don't think me and my dad really just sat down and talked until I was maybe 23, 24. Like, he, we would see each other around if I was at my grandmother's house or whatever. But other than that, I don't think we ever really sat down until I was 24 and just talked about everything and just, you know, let everything out and just forgive one another for everything. Because I'm 29 now, so that hadn't been that many years ago. And, like, I understand. Like, it's it's real hard. Like... Seeing him drunk all the time and doing the stuff that he did, it, it really takes a toll on you. Like a big toll. A huge one. Hmm. TL, you
1: got
0: anything to say about that
1: one? Shit. I'm <laughs> be honest with y'all, man, I'm be honest. Man, my dad shit. I'm be honest with y'all. My dad is my dad. Father. <clears throat> I'm sorry. He's a father. Because he didn't play a part in my life, you know. When I need him, he wasn't there. When I needed things in life, he wasn't there. So I, I did whatever I could to get it. Hell, I even steal. I even call myself try to sell drugs. Man, I'm talking about. I thought I was a, the best thief in the United States. <laughs> I mean, I had a daddy that drove truck. I mean, he had the money to support me and my mama. My mom would never put him on child support because she felt like that's the wrong thing to do. She felt like if he's going to be a man, he's going to step up too. But I always stayed up on them. One thing I learned from my dad is how to work, because he damn showed me me how to be a man or to show me how to support my kids, because he didn't do that for me. He might have, I might have saw him do it for other kids, but I never saw him do it for me. When I need something, his wife always told me, I get, you know, imagine you as a kid, the first thing that's tonished me in my life was the worst thing ever in my life was I was so happy. You know, that one year was going by real perfect. I went on a, uh, I, I, I skipped my whole summer just to go truck driving with him for that whole summer. And everything was so perfect. I was like, we'll get into the dad and father thing. And I was like, man. My dad finna come around. I like that. But for me, as a little kid, man, I'm talking about you at the age of 16, I'll say I was 16, 15 years old in that area. For to make you a Christmas list. Knowing your daddy, I'm like, oh, man, I'm finna get this. This is what's up. I'm going there with a Christmas list down there, 15 items. This man making boo of money driving trucks. So I'm like, I know, man, this finna be on. It wasn't even nothing big. It was basically more like clothes, a few toys here and there. I just wanna just look, you know, tired of people talking about my clothes because I have to wear 3 pair of jeans a week, but I had to flip them. You know, but I said to myself, my daddy gonna be there. As Soon as I go in there and walk with him my list, he holler off and say, take it to your mom. You know, that stuns you like, you my daddy. Why well, I got to take this to my, This is your money. You know, I don't know this. All I know is this is woman, you married. But I goes in there, the first thing she hauled off is she grabbed my list, start crossing out things. I'm like, what the world? You know, you, you sitting there as a little kid coming up there at teenage age and this woman crossing out things that you are perfectly willing to get back and have a relationship with your, father, with your dad, which is just a father in the beginning anyway, but you want to turn into a dad. So I'm looking at all this stuff crossing out. And I'm asking her, you know, what's going on? And she was like, well, if you need any clothes, we're just going to give you the old clothes what your brother used to have. You're like, what the fuck? I don't want that shit. Right. Okay. So I'm like, here it is. My dad sat there and told me he got $5,000 to spend for Christmas. And you trying to tell me on all his kids I got to get hand down? So, out of 15 items, that shit burrowed down to two. Did you get them? Man, the way I felt, I ain't want that shit. I took that lid back in there to my dad and showed it to him. And what made me not want it, when he said, well, you know, that's your mom. You got to listen to her. I walked the fuck out the house. (laughs) He didn't want to buy that shit. So, you mean to tell me, you my dad and I'm the first child? So, to be petty, I said, I was going to go back over there at Christmas just to see what the heck went on. I'm walking at Christmas. Man, my, my brother got a life full of shit. And I'm looking. And this woman coming to me with this BS fuck it, bullshit. Talking about some, here you go. Man, I never some tears in my life. Right then and there. And the shit must not matter because it stayed the same. So, I'm looking at, that's when I lost... Total respect of my dad right then and there. You got your son standing right in front of you with tears, another son over there with every damn thing on his list. The two items that I got was a pair of pants and a shirt. Some damn clothes. That's two items a pair of pants and a shirt. And the other shit was hand me down. So you aren't the oldest brother either? He ain't even he ain't my dad's son. I was oh, his yeah. first child. Yeah, that's fucked up. So, you know, that traumatized me. So, you know what I did? Went back to stealing. Mm-hmm. Put all that drama on my mama. Calling up from front of me, Hey, mama, get what? I'm locked up. You finna come and get me? What for? Oh, man, you know what for. <laughs> <laughs> Your ass back out there stealing again. Yeah, dog. I almost got away. I mean, I ain't not think he was looking. Shit was funny. Because that's how I stole it in my head. That's where it go back to being a father and a dad. That
2: damn resentment. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. That's where it come back to where you got to spend time with your kids. Because if you don't spend time with your kids. So, you know, the thing I did was I had to look at my mom struggling. And I'm looking at myself being an asshole and saying to myself, this woman out here struggling for me. This woman doing her best for me. This woman oh, this and that. So I'm like, and you being this you're doing this to traumatize your mom. So, I was like, I'm changed.
0: Alright. Coco, what would you like to add to that before I get to the more positive message um, that we have for this
3: question as well? My situation was kind of like two wells. Okay. My situation was kind of like two wells. My dad was not in my life. He left when I was I think a little while after I was born, I didn't see him again until I was 25. Wow. I went to stay with him for two weeks. Um, During that time, during that time, his wife did not like me because she said I was taking up too much of his time. Uh, Came back home And he still tried, I guess, in his eyes, he was trying to have a relationship with me. I talked to him on the phone here and now, here and there, but it wasn't like I wanted it to be, like I thought it would be. Um, He would always say he was coming to see me. He never came. I would say from the time I met him... When I was 25 to now, I'm 37, He I've only gotten $20 from him. And that's sad. It
1: really? Really. Wow. So, actually, how did it that, how that really play a part mean, in your life? He came to your wedding?
3: He was late. He came at the end after the wedding was over. Yeah, I know you tried to get to it, but he still, if you really down. wanted it, if you really wanted to see me get married, you would have, you would have, Man, okay. He would have been there. He would have made. can't control all circumstances. No, I can't in control situations. all circumstances. But if you want but a, you he's want a the relationship Father that
1: folks to walk her down the aisle.
3: And my stepdad has been more of a father to me, and you know this. I know. I like your stepdad he He's funny
1: too. That right there, I, you know, if you ain't did anything in life, that is a big part.
3: Being at my mm-hmm. wedding. That's all I wanted.
2: I'm still surprised he came, even though he didn't miss yes, it. Yes, I'm <laughs>
3: glad he came, but, but, but...
2: He didn't really
1: actually come. The wedding was the over.
3: End. Yeah, it was. Oh, we were taking pictures at the end, and he showed up.
1: So, actually, so my Harper, who that that's not
3: is.
2: That's <laughs> not you coming. Smile when you seen him. So. I
3: was happy. Yes, I'm always happy to see him, but now it's like he tries to put, why Why won't you talk to me? That's why I don't really talk to him, because I think I've still... And him, yes, and I don't really, I don't want to be like that. But it's just that's just in me right now. Yeah,
2: but you gotta
1: work on it some, though. Give in order for you trying,
3: mm-hmm. right.
1: in order for you not to be like that, you have to tell
0: him. Yo, you gotta tell him everything that's on your heart. Like, just let all it right. out, even if it's gonna make him mad, piss him off, make him want to probably strangle you. But you gotta say yeah. it because we all go through things. We all feel the way and I feel like emotions play a big part in a, in many relationships, whether mm-hmm. they're good. Mm-hmm. Angry, whatever, like they play a big part in y'all. Know me, I'm gonna show my emotion whether I'm sad, I'm gonna cry <laughs> if I'm angry. You're gonna know it here. If I want to cuss you out, I'm gonna cuss you out. <laughs> but after this, we gonna work it out. We right. may not talk for a little while, we're gonna work
1: it out. <laughs> you right about that? <laughs> we gonna
3: work it out. But see,
1: it gets you all, it get a lot of stress off. you
3: <clears throat> But I don't feel, I, <clears throat> what gets me is it's always. I, I have given this man my phone number so many times and it's always well he'll message me why won't you call me what's your number well, how many times i gotta give you my phone number you know what this is what i did you know
0: my grandma has even told my daddy hey your daughter stay right down the road you you pass her house every day you'll never stop he don't but you know what i do like yes at first i started off just asking my dad for money all the time like hey can, do you have this, this, and that that I could borrow? da 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 this and all of that. But I was like, you know what? You can't keep doing that. I learned this from my great aunt. She was like, don't just call me when you need something. Wow. So in order to establish a good relationship with my dad, a decent one at least, I called him even to check on Sometimes I felt like he didn't answer the phone because he felt like I was asking for something. But I would either text or i leave a message like, hey, I was just calling to check on him, make sure everything's okay over there. You know, I hadn't heard from y'all in a while. I hope everything's okay. Even though it wasn't supposed to be left on my end to do, I still did it because that let him know. Okay, well, she's not just calling me because she needs something. She wants to make sure I'm okay. So therefore, like we still go maybe a month or a couple weeks without talking to each other, but somebody somewhere in there, somebody reaches out and we're like, "Hey, are you okay?" Mm
2: -hmm. You know, yeah. Somebody got to mend that relationship. Yeah, somebody. Somebody got to step in in somewhere, whether it's whether it's on you or not.
0: Yeah, I don't know how far you might get, but you know, it take a team to get you where you're going to need to get. So, with that being said, all the negative stuff out the way, there was one answer that I really, really liked that was really, really positive that I feel like a lot of dads stray away from because they don't want to feel as if they're weak or sensitive and they try to throw it all on the mother. But I really like this answer right here. He said, my dad is still alive. But one thing I remember is that he always was willing to talk about anything, no matter the subject. I like that because most men feel like, okay, well, if you come to me with this, I don't feel like I need to talk to you about that. That's something your mother gonna have to handle. I like that because a lot of men they they shut down to certain topics, and some some kids they feel the need to talk to their dad more than they feel the need to talk to their mom. You know, it just depends on what the subject is, and for a. A father or dad or whatever you want to call it, you know, feels the need that they can talk to you on that level. I really, really respect that. I like that because I know I see from even the men that's sitting at this table right now around me, they they don't like to be seen as sensitive, soft, or none of this. But y'all gonna have to let that go.
2: Let them egos go.
0: (laughs) Let those egos go. Like show your emotions. That will help you so much more. Like I know the world is tough on men, but you know, just just let it let it go. There it go. It'll help women understand y'all more And then that way I, don't, I feel like if y'all be a lot more open with things And then women be a lot more receptive Of the, of the message instead there of being so aggressive Y'all can get somewhere <laughs> Like I'm willing to listen to somebody But you're not going to belittle me While you're talking to me now I will say that Don't belittle me while you're talking to me And telling me your feelings If you tell me what, what you're really Trying to get across to me In a respectable manner We can get somewhere But as far as the belittling here and there, no, I will not be with that. But I understand. I get it. Like, the more I get older and the more I sit up here and just sit around, like, certain people, I understand, like, certain feelings and emotions. And I know that a lot of men, they feel like they can't express themselves because, in a woman's eyes, they'll be looked at as sensitive, weak, or not man enough. And I feel
2: like men go through stuff just like we do. I think that will make a man more stronger, you know, being able to speak on their emotions. Most most of us get brought up the wrong way thinking that you got to hide stuff. And that's why you need that father that was truly fathered himself mm-hmm. to pass that on, you know, generational type stuff. You know, and there's not nothing weak about, you know, expression, emotion, sadness, uh, anger, anger. Um, and the other emotions That that are out there You know But Ain't nothing wrong with that Yep And right. one more positive note I want to add on About uh, Question number two Something your dad Really instilled on you Can your ass to work <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah They dad, definitely said <laughs> He put that on me Because that's one thing I remember Like If he didn't do Nothing else He gonna get ready And go to work mm-hmm. Put in his work Overtime Whatever Right do whatever it takes to find another job. Just whatever. You're going to do something. Get the roof right. over your head. You know, and like, if I don't do nothing else, i, if I lay around the bed all day or not do nothing around the house. And <laughs> if I don't do nothing else, I'm going to get up and carry my head to work like I Daddy did. said that you need to do. You got to carry your head to
0: work. Right, and like me, I come from a family of some strong women. Like, y'all, the women in my family, they pretty much carry this family in like, I like the saying that I got from somebody that said, if you're not bleeding, you're good to go. Get out there and do it. Like, I feel like that's what made me so tough. Now, like every woman in my family, they know how to get out there and get it. You know, like don't sit around and wait on a handout. Don't be depending on nobody. Cause when I jump into relationships, I have to look at them. Look, I don't mind you working, getting overtime and doing what you need to do because I'm going to do it. Right. Regardless. Like, I understand you say you got me. I can't depend on it because you here today, tomorrow you may not be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't depend on that. I have to do what I need to do in order to make sure I'm okay. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. Get out there and work for stuff. Yeah, that's that's the day. same thing about
1: as uh, father father dad thing in relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, like they say, a father is just there presence mm-hmm. The dad is provider. You know, he's going to put a roof over your head. And that's the same thing in a relationship. If a woman can feel like that you're a provider and she can feel like that you're there for her, she can trust you. And exactly. she'll have that trust in you. And you still got to, you know, communication. The same thing like communication. Your weak side's got to come out. If you're feeling sensitive, bring it out. Because she's not going to, because a woman's going to show her sensitive side regardless too. And you still got to show yours. That's how y'all communicate together. <clears throat>
0: Okay, guys, like, I have really enjoyed this segment. We're going to do question number three, and we're going to finish up question four and five on a part two. Because this segment is going on, and it's better than I thought it would be. Like, all this feedback (laughs) and all these answers and the questions, we want to touch, like... A few of them, and
2: It's going. (laughs) I want to add on to what he just said, but we'll wait. (laughs) We can go back. I'm
0: going to go. We're going to go ahead and let Daryl answer back on what uh, Terrence had to share. And then we're going to go on to question number three. And then we're going to finish up four and five on part two. Okay, Daryl, the floor
2: is yours. Back to what you were saying about, you know, that mother, you know, the things you were saying about, you know, the mother's role. It takes two. You know, to raise that child, like, no... I mean, parents can get it done, but I hate to say it and just be blunt with it. Something's going to lack with one trying to do it. They need both sides of it. And, you know, they need their mother for that nurturing, caring aspect, the emotional side, to help bring that stuff out of kids, you know, whatever. And that father to... I'm not going to say to raise them up to show them the right way. Not saying women show them the wrong way or nothing, but, you know, it just needs both. Like, you're going to miss out on something, that's going to have you lacking, you know, overall without both of them twisted in there together at some point, even if you're not together, parent, you know, parents not together, whatever.
0: Going back on, like, what you said, like, I agree with that. Like, me, I got blessed to have two girls that I could show them how to, you know, the emotional side. They have a wonderful dad, like, it's good, but, like, think about it, if I had a son. Like, I couldn't do that by myself. Like, that that would be rough. It's certain things that I cannot teach him that a dad needs to be present for. Like, I completely understand because I have brothers, and it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I completely understand. I, I understand all that. Like, you need mother and father there because... Right. One can teach you something that the other one can. The other one can feel like they're teaching you, but it's still something missing. Like my mom, yes, she's she raised three kids, two girls, one boy. Like, ain't gonna lie, my little brother he turned out so great, but he had father figures. He didn't have a dad, a father, but he had father figures, and they stepped in and they helped my mom out. And my brother, I, I am so proud of him. I am very proud of him. He doesn't get into any trouble. He's going to college now. He's twenty years old, getting his life together. You know, I don't. I don't know of any trouble that he's been in. It <laughs> hasn't been shared with me, but he's a good kid. Like he, he, he really is. And that's not my only brother, but that's the one that I really wanted to share with everybody and show that you know it's gonna take more than just a woman to raise a son. But my mom, she, she did. She did a really good job with that. She did. And he protects her like, woo wee. Like, he protect all of us like that, though. <laughs> for him to be the the youngest, he he's, like, real big and stout and swole. Like, he's not big as in, you know, sense of weight. But, you know, he's stout and he's tall and he a pretty big boy. Like, he's going he gonna to stand up for all of us and he's going to protect us. And he, he, he has
1: that mentality of being a man but respectful He does.
0: He does. Yep. And like, I remember yep. my sister had texted us him. in a group message saying something happened to her. And the first thing that came, how they mouth, let me see him. Cause I'm going to show him that's going to be the last woman he touched. I was like, yep. "Whoa,
3: Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's what's up. That's sounds like a solid upbringing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You know that sounded like a woman might hey woman yeah. gonna be right with him. <laughs> you might want to link up. Y'all looking for a good one? There it is.
2: <laughs> but yeah, it takes two because I mean half your DNA come from each parent. So each one of them gonna show you something different emotionally. Your father might show you your anger, but your mama gonna show you that love, how to love people. So mm-hmm.
1: it's both sides. It all in together. Yeah. That go back to playing a part like. Think about it now. You're a mom. You show the love that a woman should have for a man mm-hmm. to your son. And then if you're a dad, you show the love that a man should have for a woman. It goes right back to that part where they're saying, you know, mama's baby, daddy's baby.
0: No, mama's, you know, mama's, da- mama's baby. Boy.
1: Daddy's
0: baby. Yeah. Daddy's- I was like,
2: well... Dad is girl mama's boy. All right but Yeah, be that example mm-hmm.
0: Let's move on to question number three before we run out of time So question number three was what is the most valuable lesson you have or plan to teach or taught your child or children? This one again from the same person Really really loved it. So i'm going to read it out first the most important lesson I think we have taught my son is no matter what a person looks like, who their God is, where they're from, or what their voice sounds like or who they're married to, that we are all equal. No dispute. I love that. I try, to, I try to teach my kids the same thing, like no matter the skin color, the it what whatever, like the background. Like, you're supposed to love one another as equal. And I have never seen them just, like, judge anybody off of what they look like or what they have. And that right there lets me feel like I did a really good job as raising them as a parent. Because I didn't grow up (coughs) learning how to hate people off certain things, off what they look like, who they praised, and, you know, stuff like that. I didn't grow up like that. I know I had some family members that despise certain things, but I've always had my own mindset towards stuff. And like when it comes down to stuff like that, like you never know who you might meet. You never know who you might need, what bridges you might need. So you should never burn any of them. Love all because God loves all. And to be more like Christ, you must love.
2: God is love.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So that's how I feel about that one I, I love that answer y'all have input for that one?
2: It's all about respect Mhm. Perfect answer mm-hmm. He answered it within itself Right
0: <laughs> I like this one too It says that I stress to my guy kids that tomorrow isn't guaranteed I teach them to value their relationships And don't assume that you'll see someone tomorrow Give them their flowers today While they're still alive and above ground To smell
2: them that's a constant daily reminder when people die. Mm hmm. Oh man, I just seen them. Da, 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 da. But it's like you weren't talking about, you know. <laughs> right. It's like that people don't care about you till you're dead or something wrong with you. Oh, I ain't know. I, I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. You got to take care of you people. Like mm-hmm. they say, give them their roses while they're alive.
0: And this right here is another good one. Like, I like it because it touches base on religion. And I don't feel like no one should force any type of religion on anyone. So this person said, I don't force my beliefs on them. I let them find their own identity. I converted to Islam in 2015, and I will teach them stuff here and there, but it's not forced. When I was younger, we were drugged to church almost every day. It began to feel like a chore rather than an exercise of faith.
2: That's how it is a lot with the church. I mean, I hate to say it like that, but... If you taught them and they feel that's the need, thing that they need to follow, they'll do it. But, you know, it's it's all up to free will, you know. Mm-hmm. You can't put, you'll push somebody away, forcing force and stuff on them, you know. Like, you all you can do is lead them to it. And if they interested, I mean, you pray that they'll be interested in it or whatever, you know, your interest or whatever the subject is. But, you know. That's the easiest way to push somebody away. Trying to push them to things uh, how you want it to be. Mm -hmm. Right. And it it, it, it sucks. Anybody else want to add anything to
0: that? Hey, the other thing that a lot of people uh, shared is keep pushing, don't give up. And no matter what, they want to tell their kids, dad loves you no matter the circumstances. The sky is the limit. Everything
1: in the world
2: is up for the grabs you just gotta go get it. Right. It's out there. That goes back to that last question. Uh what he said, I think uh it was something Clay dad said, uh what he said about his daddy, you gotta get up there and go get it. I can't remember how exactly
1: what it was worth how it was worded, but yeah. That's the same thing with education. If you
0: ain't you be know, you What do. you wanna be in life,
1: <laughs> you know. You you get taught things in school but you need to teach yourself out of school Mm -hmm. you know just because what they teach you in school there's still more to learn yeah as you know you got to push yourself you know because they they'll show you certain parts in school but it's so much technology out there you can learn even more outside of school you need to learn out more
0: like the school teaches you education and book sense to get to where you need to get but that common sense is going to have to come with like upbringing and like really
1: same thing as pushing yourself yep. like you really
0: thinking and using your brain to get what you're trying to get so. and,
1: I, and then I, that's why you know when kids come in and tell you things like I can't find it you know man I had to get books, and if you can't find them you walk to the library but mm-hmm. now in the way technology is uh, you can't the tell me
3: <laughs>
1: man you can't tell me you can't find it Darryl, I'm 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 serious. When we couldn't find something, man, you walk in the library, some prob- somebody probably got that book for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm serious. You sitting at the table like, hey, man, you done with that book yet? I need to, man, I need to learn this right here because we didn't have these phones. A lot of that stuff
2: ain't trustworthy because anybody can put anything on there. So I, I, that's one thing I do hate about the internet or I'm not right. going to say media, but like, the more technological world we live in, because like in, it's a bunch of trolling and fooling people, anybody mm-hmm. go in there and put what they want, and people are so gullible
3: Gullible or to they everything believe it
2: because it's I see it all the time people sharing that, 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 that. stuff on Facebook. Oh man, ain't saying this, and won't even look at the name of the website, it'll be right. some crazy stuff, and like
0: That's they just don't read. Right, no. that's where yeah, you have to go and... Do comprehension, that.
2: that's what I was right. trying to think of, that comprehension. Right. That's
0: where you have to go do your extensive research and find out for yourself. And you know, ask people, like... I used to be scared to ask people about stuff. I was like, they might think I'm dumb because it is. But then, it kept, like, something just... <laughs> through, throughout my whole life, something just kept ringing. A lot of people have said, there's no question is a dumb question. So... True. I'm going to ask. It may sound stupid to you, but look, I'm going to ask. Look, I have an issue with this. Can you just clear that up for me? <laughs> right
2: there? Like, but... how you going to know.
0: <laughs> right. Like, That's
2: crazy. Cause you that have reminds... to know. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Right. No, it good. reminds me because everywhere I go, people say the same thing about me, you know, no matter where I am. Man, you ask a lot of questions. You ask a lot of questions. That's another thing my daddy instilled into me. If you don't know, ask questions to be mm-hmm. sure you want to be a hundred percent, you know, hundred percent sure in what you're asking. You know, like don't be scared to ask no question. His mom instilled that into him, and like he pushed that down on me. And like people get tired of me because I'm I gonna ask be- one more question about sure. that first question, make- then another be question. Two
3: hundred percent sure. Okay, because I tell him, all the time, I'm like, Carol, you're good because you're
0: gonna ask a lot of questions. Yeah, He's like, yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. Because me, oh. I don't ask too many questions. I only ask questions when I feel uncertain and uncomfortable. That's why I'm like, hold on. So you're telling me. But my kids, even though half their questions are just steered toward, towards being nosy, <laughs> I try not to discourage them in asking questions. Because asking questions
2: will help them better off in the long run. I would better say help me. asking questions shows that you really care or you're really interested in whatever you're asking about if you're just going about the thing not caring not really worrying about whatever the situation is you don't give a damn so I think a person asks a question really trying to know unless they're just trying to kiss up but that's another subject okay
0: anything else we want to add to this before we close Hmm. up part
2: one turns page
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yes, this is all for part one. This is all for part one. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. Enough to catch part two. And I really want to thank you all that reached out and gave me answers to these questions. Like, they were some really good answers, as you can see. We weighed in on them. We gave our opinions. We... We, we like these. Like, this was really enjoyable. I hope this um, opens up doors for more men or dads or fathers-to-be to come out and just be more vocal about your emotions and how you feel about things. That way, we all understand where you're coming from. So, with that being said, tune in for part two. We'll be answering the last two questions. Thank you guys for tuning in. And again, if you would like to go back and listen to some old episodes or if you would like to tune in and catch up on everything that we're doing here, you can find me on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify at I Am Her and also on YouTube at Audaciously Ashley. If you would like to follow my Instagram or my Twitter for more information As to when these post, my Instagram is audaciously underscore me underscore, and my Twitter is Ashley underscore no banks. And also, if you would like to follow up with the guys that I had on this episode, you can find them on Facebook. One is at T-Webb, well, I'm sorry, (laughs) Terrence Webb, (laughs) and the other one is D-Gregory Porter, And the third one is Coco Porter, and they are all on Facebook. That is just their Facebook, no other social media. Thank you guys for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy this, and I hope you also enjoy part two.